This is a very nerdy conversation. It, it is, even I for can't, us. I can't contribute to this at all. Yeah, I, I can't no either. I what you're talking about. I'm feeling that sound's going to make it into the intro. Ding, 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 ding. Welcome, everybody, to episode 40 of the Four Dorksmen podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. This is your captain speaking. Do you have a name? Nope. Okay. His name is Cap. Captain. Hi, right. Captain. All right, this is Collector Clint. This is Ryan Asian Tony Stark. And we are joined by a very special two-time guest, our first two-time guest uh, this week. I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, it's Gary. Yay, Yay, Gary's back. I don't know if I want to be referred to as a two-timer, though. That, that, <laughs> he's here that, for sloppy that seconds. Kind of yeah. Multi-time <laughs> friend. It's going to be like Saturday Night Live eventually, where like they'll start competing, and like maybe if you get to five, you get like a special special prize. Uh, you, get you get a get smoker's jacket. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> we should do that. We should we should get like some kind of digital like hall of fame of yeah. guests. <laughs> you can put here's what we'll do we'll give you a 4d emblem you can put on the boards for uh fanatics and then you can say that, 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 five won't, times. That, won't, that won't help me because I'm it not won't help me either yeah. but <laughs> anyway Slackers. anyway gary we're happy to have you back on yes, yes to be thanks here. Coming. Yeah, yeah thanks for being here gary um yeah. a couple of quick housekeeping things before we jump too far into it uh make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at the underscore dorksman uh make sure you email us if you want to we actually have we actually got an email the other day from uh, a company that wants to advertise with us so we'll talk about that offline which i just remembered <laughs> right now um but yeah dorksman at gmail.com uh so make sure you email us we'll actually learn to read them now um but yeah uh thank you to everyone that participated in the dorksman photo a day contest yes uh we had so much fun checking out everyone's photos and everything it was honestly uh, it was honestly so great um so we'll get the prizes sent out to the winners very shortly uh we are i mean kind of stuck and kind of locked down right now but we'll we'll do our best to get everything packaged up and sent out um just in case you guys didn't know the winners in first place we had a uh, heroica's bane shout out to drew uh second place was dustman 1138 i think he was uh on instagram mm-hmm. and third place uh jane coke so thank you guys uh, for jane participating Good. yeah jay's got a crazy collection love seeing his photos love seeing yes uh, kind of everything that he's he's got he's got such a wide mixture of all kinds of different stuff oh too. so much yeah, good, you know, and good so stuff. stuff so much yeah. stuff i didn't know existed until jay I, shared I, it I, I think he literally buys everything that comes out collectible wise every month. If you've yeah. seen his Instagram posts where he posts like his monthly hauls, it's yeah. it's insane. How I, much I have I have to admit though, he is the most generous person. Like, oh for sure, yeah, I mean, oh, like, a very good the, dude. Very yeah. Good dude. You do any of those like gift exchanges, he goes above and beyond every time, and you, you feel bad but happy when he when you get him. <laughs> so. I think Jay, Jay must live inside the TARDIS. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he keeps all that stuff, but his hauls are so impressive each time he posts yeah. a picture. Yeah. So I've seen, you've seen his pop wall and like his pop yeah. wall is like three or four deep. So it's, it's not yeah. just like it's like an entire literally an entire wall, but it's also like not just a wall, it's like a wall within a wall, which yeah. is it, it's he does a really good job displaying it, I think. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad shout out to the winners and, and thank you to everyone who participated because I, I mentioned this on the pre party. You nailed the pictures. I, I didn't expect the amount of effort that a lot of people put in and that everybody put in. And they came out really nice. And they were fun to see and, and bring a smile 
uh, to my face. So thank you guys for doing it. We might have to do it again. Yeah, I think we we definitely will. We'll we'll think of something. We might not be able to do prizes as extravagant as each as this each time with a with a big pop haul, but we'll definitely think of something. We'll we'll we'll, we'll definitely let you guys know once we uh, kick off another one. Uh, yeah, dorksmanbingo.com. Make sure you're playing along. Uh, shout out to Larry from the STS guys and the Totally Rad Movie Pod for always for updating that for us and uh, Andrew uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Newbeardland for always updating the squares and yes. uh if you got any more squares make sure you shout them out and we'll uh definitely get those in there yeah major shouts um, out to andrew because he's been on that i guess we'll call it a bingo rampage recently where yeah he launched <laughs> bingo rampage i like he that. launched one for the sts guys he's currently working on on one for geek together yeah. so our whole nerds unite network all has bingo which is awesome they're which fun is super awesome so thank you so much andrew and then, and then the sts guys premiered theirs last night and they did a good job not forcing them like we do <laughs> not yet although uh I, I do have to say a shout out to scott and larry for that creepy old guy saying ha ha bingo it's like a pirate <laughs> <laughs> completely caught me off guard the first time i was like that's some pretty funny shit that was that was actually really hilarious yeah it's like pirate clint is what i pirate <laughs> clint. <laughs> pirate shiver clint. me timbers Just creeping around screaming <clears throat> bingo in your ear yar um but yeah so let's let's get into it uh, ask the dorksman. Thank you, everybody, for your constant questions. We do like to have a backlog. I've been slacking a bit on Twitter. Uh, as you guys might have noticed, this is like we missed a week last week in recording. We had uh, some personal things come up with a few of us, and, you know, we appreciate everyone <laughs> Along bearing with, with us. Along with some act of God. So, yeah, you know, some, you know there, was, there was an act of God with the weather as well. And um, But we do appreciate everyone that reached out. We're all good. We're happy to be here. We're 40 fucking episodes into this thing, and that honestly blows my mind um but yeah congrats guys that's that's pretty impressive yeah. we're, Thanks, happy, we're happy with it apparently yeah. we're not so we we feel bad missing a week but we don't plan on doing that again for a while so or this god is god permitting of course yes yeah. i mean yeah i mean <laughs> of course nobody yeah. gets struck by lightning please not again anyways <laughs> now you tell me yeah um so our first question this week uh from manny uh, how did you start in the geek fandom and what was your first geeky podcast you started listening to? So we'll start with, I guess we can start with our captain because, you know, this is your <laughs> captain speaking. Um, as far as the, I'll answer the podcast part first because that's probably the simplest part. And that was um, the Funko Funcast. That was the first one that I listened to. Um, and that's when I started collecting Funko. I've probably told this story before, so I'll just t- tell a short version. So mcguire my son started collecting first and then i kind of picked up a couple of years after he did which i still regret waiting that long um because i missed out on a bunch of stuff that's very expensive right. now uh but yeah so started you know um listening to the fun cast after that when i got into like collecting and being geeky like stuff i mean does it is it collectible specific or is he just talking about being geeky in general because that's been like all my life yeah that's what i was thinking too i think it's <laughs> it's not so much like i mean collectibles is generally more when you're a bit older have a bit more disposable yeah. income because you, you can right. buy stuff like this as a kid right like you just got the toys your parents got you or whatever and you played the shit out of them yeah so i, I would say like once yeah i guess either or really yeah but it's probably yeah. the first thing i collected was like as far as collecting it not to be a toy but collecting it to be put up on a shelf or put it on a wall would probably be sometime i guess around middle school when i started doing like sports memorabilia collecting nice. So that'd probably be my first thing, you know, the, um, uh, uh, what was the, 
line called uh, All Star Lineup or Star Lineup. The um, sports figures, the McFarland ones. No, 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 no. I'll have to Google it here in a second. Oh, okay. I want to say it was Upper Deck, but it might not be. Mm. So you know, like getting the Michael Jordan, yeah, yeah. Uh, of that, and just uh, you know, baseball, football. You're right. Basketball it is Upper cards. Deck. I remember them now because they had like the basketball court underneath with yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I've, oh, nice. I've got a court to go with the the Jordan. Yeah, yeah. One. Um, okay. So that was probably my foray into it. Cool. How about you, Clint? So um, I'm trying to think. Going back. The same thing. Mine was that I did do basketball cards. That was a big one. But that then led me to a lot of different Marvel and DC cards, which I think I enjoyed collecting more. I remember um, Marvel had a really cool set that no, a really cool set. It was all X-Men villains, uh, heroes, etc. And it really gave an in-depth description about all the different characters, their powers, etc. on the back. And I really enjoyed learning that. You know, I wasn't a big comic book reader, but I loved, you know, that they had these ideas and how they interacted and fun facts and so on. So I'd say that's what's got me on, got me really on board with the superhero kick if I had to pick. Otherwise, it's just uh, the Simpsons and animation. And then it all blew up from there. <laughs> how about you, Gary? Um, so I've been like, like Joey, I've been a geek most of my life, right? Um, but the first time I actually um, probably picked something up was. Uh, so I've been a comic collector for 30, 35 plus years now. Um, so that's, that's probably the, the thing that shaped my uh, geek life most is, is comic books. Uh, I picked one up when I was like on a school trip um, out in uh, Eastern Canada. And uh, as part of a little welcome package that we got, it was like a $2 coupon to a used bookstore. And so that's where I picked up my first uh, comic books. And that just started me on that journey. Um, but uh, I never really started collecting um, like figures and stuff like that until uh, 2015 with the Hulkbuster pop from the oh, from, yeah. uh, Collector Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that was my foray uh, into Funko and just the collecting community in general, and that's, of course, gotten out of control now. Um, <laughs> Preach, so, brother. Preaching uh, to the choir. Yeah, and that's, and that's what also the first podcast, like Joey, the first podcast I ever listened to was the Funko Funcast. And I've been listening to that since uh, the first uh, first episode because um, I'd never really thought about podcasting as as a form of entertainment. And um, I saw that and I thought, you know what, let me just give it a shot and see what they're talking about. It was kind of cool. So, so, yeah, that's me. I realized I didn't answer that question. The Nerd Foo was my first one, mm-hmm. followed closely by the Funko Funcast as well. So what came first, the Nerd Foo or the Funko Funcast? Nerd Foo. Well, so like- Nerd Foo chronologically came much sooner. Or yeah, much okay. earlier. It's actually part of the reason why he was fired, uh, fired, hired rather. At <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if, you, if you catch Whoa. that, Sully, I'm sorry for my slip up there. Ryan's, Ryan's like spreading rumors. Yeah, now. spreading rumors. No, so um, Sully, Sully was actually talking about this on the game stream candidly the other night. He was saying that part of it, the discussion when he was going through the hiring process at Funko is they asked him, so what do you need for us to start a podcast? And he literally started working on the Funcast, I think, the week after he got hired. So awesome. that was part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Didn't yeah, know that so part. Worked out well for him. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, definitely did. How about you, Ryan? What's your uh, start in the geek fandom? I would probably say around the ages of seven to nine. I wasn't as heavy into comic books as Gary was, but I did enjoy Marvel comics, um, some DC stuff. 
I was digging through my stash last year, and I I actually found an old Simpsons comic that I actually gifted to a friend of mine since he's a huge, huge, huge Simpsons fan. So I knew he would appreciate it more that. than me. <laughs> I think Did this was before that? we started the podcast, though, Clint. So, All right, in enough. my defense, yeah, if <laughs> I do have some Simpsons comics. So. If that was cool. the case, then yeah, I probably would have sent it your way. But yeah, definitely between the ages of seven and nine, possibly ten, is when I started collecting them. Um, I started collecting sports cards unusually because even though I'm not really into sports now, I did like mm -hmm. baseball. I like the trivia part mm -hmm. of it. My dad is a longtime baseball fan, as is my Makes mom. Sense. So we used to talk about this kind of stuff and he would like tr like quiz me on trivia and whatnot. So that led me into collecting cards. And then I started collecting Marvel cards, which I don't know if this is the same set that you were talking about, Clint, but there was like all the different uh, weapons like Daredevil's Billy Club, Infinity Gauntlet, Ultimate Nullifier. And they had mm. all the stats in the back of it, right? Mm -hmm. I do Mandarin's remember those Rings too. Yep. All of those things. So I actually still have top? some of those cards somewhere. What's that? Was that from Tops? No. I don't think so. These were like Marvel, mm. Marvel. Oh, they might have been like they might have been Upper Deck too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Upper Deck did some yeah, cards too. Out too. Um, I should find that's them. The ones I collected were the Jim Lee ones. Um, I wonder if that was what you were talking about, Clint, because Jim Lee did a um, or they put out a Jim Lee collection, an X Men collection. I'll, I'll have to look. I, I I was you know I was in elementary school. I didn't care who the author was. I just wanted to learn more about comic books, yeah. <laughs> yeah. heroes, yeah. and villains. I have, a, I have them around my house somewhere, so I'll try to find them. Yeah, I still have mine too. I know exactly where they are. And I don't as far know where as, uh, my cards are. As far as the podcast goes, mine was actually also the Funcast. And I started listening to it shortly after Fun Days back in 2018. Shout out to Chris Masicampo because when we were in line waiting for Fun Days, he was asking me, do you listen to the Funcast? Because we were talking about like Cam, Yoko, Sully, etc. like that. And I'm like, no, I've actually never listened to it before. And actually... After being there at Fun Day, seeing them all rush on the stage and all of that stuff, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I should definitely d give them a listen. And from that following week, once we came back to Hawaii, I was like, diehard listener. Did you start from the beginning or did you start from the most recent? I started episode? at the most recent and I don't think I've listened to every episode going all the way back. But I have gone back and started listening to like episodes 1 through 10, etc. like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know I don't where I, I missed. Never... You I should. should you you yeah. definitely should. Yeah. I think as yeah. podcasters now, we can appreciate how much they've grown. Same way that we've grown a lot since our first episode. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. For me, I think like same thing as a lot of you guys. It was comics and, and stuff as a kid. Like I, I never really collected comics as a kid, but my cousins did. So whenever I went to go hang out with them, I would always just read as many comics as I could or kind of go through their collection. And um, I guess it was just, the, the cartoons and stuff really drew me to like marvel and uh dc and just like superheroes in general so i think like for sure like my start in in, in geek fandom would have been started like way early when i was a kid um but again collecting wise definitely uh much like ryan i did a lot of baseball cards a lot of hockey card collecting growing up um never had a lot of figures like i never collected any of the sports figures like you did joey um but for collectibles it was definitely i don't remember when but like just walking to the local comic store and seeing funko's and just picking up a couple and it just from there it just got terribly out of hand <laughs> but at the point too it's just like i and i tell the story all the time it's like i just kick myself for not picking up more in the beginning thinking Same. like it, you know like it was just like oh these are cool and you know 
but like they didn't look great in the beginning like for some of them and it was just like but why like why not just buy them and hang on to them and they're all in box like i should have just kept everything yeah. that's a whole different episode of Virginia. yeah oh angry nades coming something. out yeah but you know it's like it's it's one of those things too it's like now i know better but then now that i know i feel like the next big thing i'm gonna miss out on because there won't be something like that and it's like right. now i know how to collect my friend yeah now that i know how to collect i feel like i'm gonna it's not gonna work out the way that funko blew up is the way it did right so mm-hmm. but that's another discussion for another time but you have but a lot I, of sentimental told- tie to everything that you own right now right mm-hmm. right yeah, so that's no, absolutely the more important thing i mean yeah, we talk absolutely. about you know quote-unquote value of your collection you can look at ppg and all of that bullshit nowadays but at the end of the day, it's really how much happiness does it give you to look at your collection and say, I own this. Yeah. I'm not going to, well, you know, to each their own. I'm not going to sell it in my case. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that but, I highly value, but yeah. Sentimental. You also man. can't put a price on 40 episodes of the four <laughs> podcast that have come from Funko Collect. Anyways, right. yeah. shameless and, uh, plug for episode 40. <laughs> what, about yeah. your, what about your first podcast? Uh, Funcast. Funko Funcast, yeah. It was just one of those things, like, it was just, like, like Ryan, it was like, oh, I didn't know they had a podcast, and then it was like, you go back and listen to it, and you're like, okay, this is amazing. Like, they talk about everything that I want to hear people talk about, and it was, it was relevant, it was funny, it was really well put together, and it was really awesome, like you guys said, just watching them grow um, as uh, social media personalities, as I would say some of them, I would call them friends and as even just as collectors and, and, and as podcasters, right? So um, it's always always great to see. Yeah. Before yeah. we move on. I was, on. Hoping, your, I was yeah. hoping your origin or your uh, your fandom was you kept turning giant and green when you got angry and then you learned there was another <laughs> comic about that and so you fell in love with it. But Nate no. is the actually original Hulk, right? That's so, right. Yeah. 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 I was going to oh, say I did, before. Sorry. I did look up the name. It, it's the starting lineup figures. I don't oh, know if okay. any of y'all had those. those. I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's actually by Kenner. I was wrong about the upper deck, but it was actually mm. Kenner that made them. And I had a few. The only one I know of that I still have is Jordan, but it's, I've got the little basketball court that goes no, nice. with it too. I need to get him down because he's stuck up in the attic right now. Hmm. I'm watching the uh, Last Dance documentary on ESPN right now, and it's it's bringing back a lot of a lot of memories from the 90s. Do you guys still have the first collect? Sorry, Nate, I interrupted. No, go ahead. No, no, yeah. I was going to say, do you guys still have your first collect or the first thing that you ever purchased? Like, do you guys still have that? I have a lot of my old toys. Um, I took some pictures for the guys, like my old Ninja Turtle stuff. I do have some. uh, That's probably the only toys which weren't collectibles at the time, because if they were, they would have stayed in the container. Um, But that's what I have left still is just my Ninja Turtle stuff. Because I passed it down to my son. Yeah. As far as collectibles, yeah, I still have a good bit of my card collection and stuff boxed up in the attic. So, yeah, I still have. Now, what, the very first thing, I'm, I'm not sure, but I mean, mm-hmm. I still have a good bit of that first run of getting stuff, I guess, if you would. Not that the viewers can see these, but I have, uh, I've got to pick up the right one here. I still have my McDonald's Happy Meal toys that are collectible oh, nice. now. That uh, yeah, you were just talking <laughs> about this. Oh, the Transformers. I got the hamburgers, the French fry one. I mean, they're so beat up because we played with them, but yeah. I still got them. So I guess that counts. Yeah. But yeah, the crazy thing count. is, those are so sought after now that if you have a yeah, complete set, they they fetch crazy amounts of money. Yeah, I do not, especially if you have the international stuff, like the stuff from Japan. 
Those yeah. are crazy priced. But anyway, um, earlier, I was going to say before we move on, you know, referencing back to our discussion about the fun cast and everything. One of the things that really kept me listening initially after that first episode is when I heard them mention people's names. So like first episode I mm-hmm. listened to, they mentioned Chris Masicampo because he sent in an email and, you know, they read his question. I love the fact that they were engaging with the fans. And mm-hmm. it, it really kind of set the tone for everybody else to follow, right? Because obviously we're an offshoot of that. We're like the Frasier to their cheers, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember I remember the first time they mentioned my name on, on the Funcast. Uh, um, it was I, I, I <laughs> little known fact that people probably don't realize. I was the, so the bad dad joke section um way back early um sully did one joke and he told people you know write in and and uh you know share some jokes and so i wrote in uh that was the i think first time i communicated with them and i so i sent in one of the first bad dad jokes awesome Uh, that was my thing too i loved sending in bad dad jokes yeah and that's so so and it's true hearing your name on it's kind of you know it's kind of cool yeah, yeah totally. that really was the catalyst the to be to becoming acquainted with them. And as Nate said earlier, I'm proud to actually call Sully a friend. You know, he mm-hmm. he converses with us, whether it's on game stream. I mean, he's jumped in with us before, obviously. So really shouts out to Sully and the whole Funcast crew for being such awesome people and being so inviting into the community, too. Hmm. Yeah, we got to get more of them on here. Anyway, we should. We definitely should. It's in the works. We're trying. Um, next question which is already taking like 20 minutes. Of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie that has been made in your home state or province? Uh, this was uh, from John uh, at night Marauder on Twitter. So thank you, John, for the question. Yeah. So anybody have a favorite movie that has been made or made about or filmed in, I think would be the best way to, to go about this one. Joey. Yeah. Mine's uh, deja vu uh, with Denzel Washington. Uh, where he plays the um, cop. I think he's like a detective or something. And it's like uh, kind of like a time travel thing where he, he goes back to help solve uh, a, a murder, I believe it was. It's been a while since I've seen it. But it takes place in New Orleans. And it's it's a very interesting uh, take on the whole kind of time travel uh, deal. Uh, if you haven't seen it before, it's a great Denzel movie to watch. It's yeah. Um, probably available i would think somewhere to stream yeah. and check out probably yeah, that's, that's right. amazon prime video or something maybe but yeah that's my favorite one that's uh based in and and i'm pretty sure it was filmed in too, uh new orleans cool clint anything from the great state of colorado so um i actually wanted to look it up i i think i've told this before on this one uh, a league of their own a good portion mm. of that was actually filmed at the college i went to Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. I love that movie. So, that's really cool. That's yeah, a great so, movie. So, um, I, I, I mean, I wasn't a student then, obviously, because I was younger. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was filmed there. But um, I actually, I was going to jokingly say South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, because <laughs> that takes place in Colorado. Right. But, really? Um, <laughs> right. You're nice I shock, didn't right? know that. But I, I, the movie that comes to mind that I really want to see um, that I haven't, unfortunately, was Black Klansman. And that all supposedly takes place in Colorado Springs, which is an hour south of Denver. And I'd oh. like to see that. So. I started watching some of that. And I don't know what happened while I stopped watching it all of a sudden. It was it was interesting, the, the first part of it. But mm-hmm. I don't think I ever finished it. I have to all go right. back and check that out again. And I'm, I mean shit happens right so um but that's mine um but I'm, I'm actually looking through here i'm surprised that some of these movies ever filmed here but anyway those are my answers 
we'll let you guys keep going. How are you, Ren? There's been a l- I miss Gary. No, I mean Gary. If you have an answer, I I, I can go. Sure. Yeah. Um, I I actually had to look it up. Like I know of certain films that were filmed in Toronto, like Suicide Squad, which isn't a great film, and um, you know, uh, Shazam was filmed here. Mm. Uh, parts of the first X Men with uh, Patrick Stewart were filmed in in Ontario. Um, so there's a lot. Uh, it um, I I didn't realize was actually filmed uh, in uh, the GTA. Um, the the most recent one, the 2017 one, but the the film that uh, is probably my favorite that actually where Toronto is actually Toronto is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, mm-hmm. good pick. Yeah. Um, Great one because it's you know because I, I I thought of this question several ways you know like you say what's filmed here but Toronto stands in for a lot of cities like Chicago Chicago was filmed here. <laughs> uh, New York, um, you know, but I, I I chose that film because Toronto is. It's not central to the, to the story, but it's it's a very very big part of the actual uh, story, and they reference things like Pizza Pizza, and nice. uh, they filmed at Lee's Palace and stuff and around around the city. They showcase the city itself as well as the actual movie. So that's my favorite. I love movies where the the city itself, the environment, almost becomes a character in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're in. There's probably like a million movies filmed in Hawaii. Yeah, I was just I was gonna lead off by saying there's so many different films that have been shot here. Or if you TV don't say shows. fifty first dates, you gotta go. You can't be on the podcast anymore. It is a good movie. That's a Hi, movie. I'm Tom. It is a great movie. It's a very good, very, very, very good movie. Um most recently, and this is not my favorite, by the way. I just wanna take honorable mention since I'm not sure if everybody realizes this, but the Inhumans, that movie that mm. turned into a miniseries for Marvel on ABC. That was actually shot primarily, a good part of it at least, the fight scenes were shot right down the road from my office in downtown. Oh, nice. Yep. So pretty cool. We saw them filming it. Sometimes when I walk around during lunchtime, I'll see them filming Magnum P.I. And I'll see the Ferrari driving around in downtown. But I'd have to say that my favorite would be the original Jurassic Park. Mm. You know, Mm, it's it's from my childhood, obviously. A lot of Mm. nostalgia there. That's what we're all about. So, uh, yeah, original Jurassic Park. That was dope. Um, for me, again, like very much like what Gary said with Toronto, it's, it gets stood in for a lot of cities. In, like Vancouver gets stood in for like LA, San Francisco, uh, even times like New York. Like just it's silly, but I mean, it, it's what it is. Uh, but my favorite movie that was filmed here would be Romeo Must Die. It's got Jet Li. Oh, that's it's a great got, film. Oh man, the soundtrack yeah. is awesome. Yeah, dude. it's my one of my buddies from high school. His brother was a stuntman in that movie. He gets killed oh, wow. like right in the opening scene, which is hilarious. <laughs> and you know, so it's like there's, like there's a lot, and like like there's filmed in Chinatown, like back when Chinatown was Chinatown. And I've already talked about this many times on the podcast how I hate what it's become, but you know, so it takes me back to a lot of what uh, Vancouver used to be and what I remember vancouver was growing up so i think that that really helped and it's just an incredible movie go watch it if you haven't romeo must die that is I incredible love that movie, movie yeah. and get the soundtrack yes <laughs> get the soundtrack soundtrack was that's insane incredible yeah. absolutely incredible isn't is Aaliyah in that too she is yeah. yes she is. Yeah. was in this movie I thought yeah. so yeah um a lot of a lot of stars in this movie so yeah. what i like about uh, living in toronto because 
they use a lot for for Hollywood films. This is walking around and seeing the sets. Mm-hmm. Um, so where I live, it's close to the financial district, so a lot of the the buildings there are used um, uh, in TV and film. Um, I mean, like like I said, I talked about Suicide mentioned Suicide Squad earlier, and there was a scene that was filmed basically the right beside my building. Um, oh no! Way. Yeah, um, I think it's the scene where. Um, What's his name? Uh, the he he gets his head blown off because he tries to to leave the um oh um oh right yeah the guy Slip, that was Slipknot? yeah um, anyways yeah I think that was yeah. yeah I think that was filmed like in in the um the alley just uh, next to us and uh, the scene where the helicopter is is down was like uh, just just down the street so it's really <laughs> cool just walking around the city and seeing this stuff get to the choppa i know it's the wrong movie, but... <laughs> so that's close enough yeah close enough yeah um so yeah always thank you everybody for the acid spin questions uh we always love to hear from you we love to hear what you guys have uh as answers as well you know where did you get your start in the geeky fandom what's your first podcast and absolutely share favorite movies from your cities or your your where you're from so i'd love uh, to hear that what's funny is i already responded to manny's post for the first oh, question you? he's already responded his was transformers. oh nice okay <laughs> so <laughs> transformers and his was the nerd who as well yeah there you go shout out to manny to yeah quick response thanks manny yeah. um so after like half an hour of just catching up with everybody we're actually going to get to the topic of our conversation today um so as you know, Gary is a massive, massive comic book fan, huge comic book collector. Not at all. Um, no. I thought you were going to call him a comic book nerd, but that just works too. I, I, like? I, will, I will accept comic book nerd. It's like 20,000 um, comics you have, Gary, something like that? Not not that much. That close, <laughs> close like, to 14,000. He's like yeah. 19,500. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, 14,000. You know, okay. Give or take 5,000 comics. You know, yeah. that's not too bad. That's not bad. But we want to kind of get everyone's thoughts on comics and their adaptations to movies and even uh, graphic novels and their adaptations to movies and TV shows and regular novels and that's regular novels. Yeah. I mean, if we you know, read, we, if that's your yeah, thing. we know you've never read a book that didn't have pictures in it, but it's true. Some of us have some pics. I've, I've read a book with words. Even most books I read are just coloring. Books <laughs> the ABC <laughs> fill it out myself. Right? Paint by numbers in a book. A for Apple um, is not a book. <laughs> It is a book. (laughs) It's a short book, but it's a book. But um, yeah, so that's what we want to talk about today. Um, All things written, transferred into all things movies, TVs, TVs, TV shows and things like that. (laughs) So fun multiple. makes sense. Yeah. So right off the bat, let's go with what's your favorite book, novel, graphic novel, comic, whatever adapted to a show or a movie? We'll start with our guest. We'll yeah, let's let our guest go. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> put him um, on the spot. Yeah, put me on the spot. Okay, so this one is is, is interesting because um, it's not a comic book, uh, but it's also not a book or a novel that I've actually read. I just know that it's based off of uh, something that was in print first, um, and that would be Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, Great pick. I didn't even yeah. re- remember to put that one on my list. Yeah, because the the reason why i didn't choose like a comic book one is like the it's it's it is an ad i mean most books uh that turn into movies they're adaptations of of the source material um but 
there's nothing that in in the films that from from the comic book ones that are direct adaptations. They they take the the central character like Wonder Woman because I'm sure that's probably what most people would have expected me to say, and it is one mm-hmm. of my top films. But the storyline that was in the Wonder Woman film is not something that um, is an actual storyline right. uh, in the comics. Um, now, they're, what's interesting is that they're taking stuff from that film and incorporating it into um the comics um dc's doing some really cool stuff right oh, now that's neat i didn't know um that. yeah they, they've dc's um retconning one woman's character um to be basically the first superhero in the mm-hmm. if you're talking just terms of timeline um so so that's kind of cool um but yeah i i just i just thought shawshank redemption was um um it's a great film, like right. You can't you can't yeah. argue that it's it's, no, it's not a great film. Um, and the fact that it's based off of the the Stephen King, um, I think it's a novella, right? It is. Uh, it's a short story based yeah. on. It's named after the uh, person that's in the poster um, that he hides the hole in the wall with. I'm trying to think of the name of it. I'm sure oh, yeah. uh, somebody can Google it real quick. But yeah, yeah, that's what it's based Bingo off square. of. Bingo Square. <laughs> but yeah so that that would probably be my uh favorite um that's been adapted into a film yeah see i had the same that? i had the same thing that gary was talking about like when i was thinking about it like when i was thinking about comic books like because the dark knight is mm. like it, it it's probably still just above in game as far as you know favorite comic book based movie but you know like gary was talking about this one you know it's not one comic or even story arc that was adopted you know it was you know several different ones you've got a little bit i think from the killing joke you've got a little bit from year one you've got a little bit yeah. from was it long halloween or something like that um but if you think about it a lot of novels uh that are adapted leave a lot of stuff out and change a lot of stuff and create mm-hmm. new characters just for that like mine for novels is like harry potter like i love the harry potter series mm-hmm. of books and i love the harry potter series of films and i know gary's a fan as well uh, but there's a lot of stuff from the books that did not make it into a the lot. film and there's you know character i mean whole characters and whole right. storylines and we're not even to talk about just like subplots you know mm-hmm. and b storylines i mean it's it's like big major stuff that that gets yeah. left out but you know you have to take all that with a grain of salt because it would you know be forever to you know <laughs> adapt a you know full series like that so those but books yeah, that's, definitely got longer as you went on so it makes yes sense. yes they did but <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that, that's my two answers for my favorite good one what about you clint so I, I I did go the comic book route, but I picked X2. And I did that because mm-hmm. I've always loved the X-Men. I think I've, you guys knew that. Um, and I love just that it, 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 it gave so much detail to the whole Weapon X, uh, you know, detail of Wolverine's origin story without actually having to go back and do Wolverine origins, which didn't need to happen. So um, we already got it next too. And I, I love the interaction and the growing and, you know, they talked about the Phoenix. It was a good, it, it, it did multiple, multiple storylines that I knew about, but it was really well done. I thought, so I, I went X2 for that one. Cool. Ryan. I'm going to stay with Jurassic park to be honest, good. because um, I actually, that was one of the few books that I actually read what was that like early high school years like freshman i actually read it um i found that parts of one and two were interswapped between the books like the i think it was the beginning of number two where they mm-hmm. i don't know the name of the dinosaur the really tiny ones they're running around on the beach chasing the little girl and they i, I guess assume attack her we don't see mm-hmm. it happen on screen but that was actually the start of the first book 
So, mm. you know, interesting to add to Joey's point about things being switched and swapped around and all of that stuff. Yeah, there you go. I actually bought the book to read after the this is like when I was it was like one of the summers when that's what I was doing a lot was just right. reading and then I went through the Harry Potter stuff and I read it. I still have it. Haven't read it yet. I, I might need to pick that up and go ahead and give that a read because I've heard it's really, really good. If you yeah. like the movie, they said no, the books were the book. actually very good. And there's there's three books to my knowledge and yeah, recollection. Yes. OK, so like Fallen Kingdom and all of that is nowhere right, right. close to being lore as far as the right. Jurassic Park world right. goes. Gotcha. Cool. cool. How about you? Nate? So I was going to say Jurassic Park because that's like just such a classic you still adaptation. Can. No, I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Ryan have that. One. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but no, it's it's just something that like we share, right? Like the, the kind of fandom we share. Uh, but for me, honestly, it's like something recent with um, the boys. So uh, having the boys graphic novel, reading it back when it got first published, I was like, man, they could never do this as a as a as a tv show could they like this is crazy like this is amazing and then when there was like rumors of it happening i was like okay if someone picks this up they could actually do something amazing with this if they can actually get away with it and sure enough um it took some time but with amazon prime being able to kind of flex the rules a little bit on, on what you can show on regular tv they really really capture the graphic novel um to tv adaptation i thought was really good um there's a whole bunch of different series amongst uh the um the boys universe that they could still do like with there's like the highland laddie stuff there's like the um, uh, hero gasm there's like all this other stuff uh, around the boys that i think like they can still do but as is as it stands right now that's definitely one of the ones in recent memory that i can remember that was adapted quite perfectly in my in my mind um from from book to to tv yeah there's a lot of stuff out right now that that uh, like i haven't i haven't read the boys and i actually haven't watched the the tv series yet Mm -hmm. um but i also want to check out umbrella academy yeah yes Um, very good good. another adaptation that i heard was uh pretty decent yeah um but um, I just actually I don't even know why I didn't think of this uh, in terms of another favorite, Lord of the Rings. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did. It just it just popped into my right. head now that um, I love those films, and it was Joey's, yeah. it was Joey's comment about how they you have to take out certain parts of the material because there's no right. way that they could act, do a straight mm-hmm. adaptation of that. Um, like a 15 hour movie just for <laughs> like you know one book. Yeah. yeah. Well, the extended the extended versions of the movies are like. No, four hours yeah. anyway. So, well, the Hobbit is three movies. So, yeah, right. yeah. And I like the Lord of the Rings movies, but I don't ever. It's not like Harry Potter or Star Wars or the Marvel or some of the DC movies where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go pop that in and watch it again. Like, I have no right. desire to rewatch the I, Hobbit. I, though yeah. I like those more than the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, see where I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the Hobbit as as much as the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, stuff. see, a lot of people are on you know Team Gary when it comes to that. Most people prefer <laughs> the Lord of the Rings movies. But I'm, I'm I'm more of a Hobbit fan. I, yeah. I I don't know why, but I just like those those. Uh, those more yeah and see that's one that that um you know to, to talk about their connection about the geek stuff earlier i read i read the hobbit and the the trilogy when i was a kid um so when they finally adapted it to film i was like blown away by what they actually did so i don't know well, why yeah. i didn't think of that in the first place mm-hmm. that's all right hey that's okay 
yeah. we're allowed to make mistakes on this podcast. Well, it's not even a mistake. <laughs> You're allowed to, yeah. I don't make mistakes. There it is. And Shawshank's still a really good answer. Right. It's not like yeah. you, you threw it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. You didn't have a wrong. There's no wrong answer. I was going to say, how do you even dog. follow that answer? That's one of, to me, that's one of the best movies yeah. of all time. It's not like his answer was like, oh, Cat in the Hat. That's my favorite book adaptation <laughs> right. movie of all time. I love Mike Myers. Or Catwoman, the Catwoman movie with Ooh. Halle Berry. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that leads us into least favorite. So, um, Spirit, which, spirit, I'm yeah. saying it now. <laughs> and back to Nate, I hate you. Like You, you and I used to be friends, but I just right. remember I now doing my research for this that, that you made me watch that stupid movie. <laughs> I mean, it had great people in it. Samuel L. Jackson was in it. Yeah as some kind of weird squid ink person, but that is the biggest load of trash ever. In fact, when I was looking it up, I think I've seen where they're going to try to redo it. And I'm like, I don't even know if I would give it a try. I don't care who you'd have in it. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody could possibly lure me back into trying to watch that movie a second time, a remake, a reboot, a, a sequel, whatever it was. It was just that garbage. But speaking of, Along the same vein, another favorite that I should have mentioned was Sin City. Sin City was also incredible. The first one was really good. The yeah, second the first one, one eh. yeah, yeah. That's all Spirit is is like a fake knockoff. It's oh, like yeah, if it's you, a, it's a if you ordered Sin City on Wish, Spirit is what you would end up getting. <laughs> it's like the hallmark, the hallmark version for sure. What a good analogy what I liked there. Sin City was the actual look of the film. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? That's that's what um, that was, was really definitely cool part of it. it. Yeah. Hey, you'll love the look of the spirit. The rest of the movies because no, it's the same um, look. It's the yeah, same no. look. Yeah. Just watch yeah. it on mute, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> or like three hundred. Three hundred has that you know unique yep. look to it that yep. you know really kind of sets itself and becomes a part of the movie itself too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, spirit. The spirit for Joey's that. answer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How about you, Gary? What's your least favorite adaptation? Catwoman. Because yeah. it, it's 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 it wasn't even Selena Kyle Catwoman. No, not at all. Yeah, I, I had to Google. See, I blocked this movie out of my mind. So, when, but it popped in when it was least favorite. Uh, yeah. And it's it's a character named Patience Phillips. It's like, Patience. you know, and, and so I, you know, to talk about earlier, it's like I know that a lot of comic book stuff is adaptations, but when it's like a totally different character, that right. I don't even know if it was an actual DC character, Patience Phillips. It's just like that. I just want to wash that away from and we know dc films are not the greatest generally but that one was just yeah the, the tip terrible. of the yeah. shit iceberg not even the tip it's it's the the, <laughs> the whole the thing basement or whatever <laughs> it is so it's oh yeah so on the 66 oh, sorry, uh, i'm sorry on so on the 66 batman version with Catwoman played by Eartha Kitt. Is that Selena Kyle or is that a different character's name? I'm pretty sure it's Selena Kyle. I, I think it was Selena actually, Kyle, yeah. I don't know if they did they actually say her name or do they always just refer to her as Catwoman? It might have because I'm looking on IMDb and that's all it says is the Catwoman. It yeah. doesn't have anybody else's alter ego name. Yeah, I don't I don't see it I don't remember like if they actually use the the name the the the, the person's actual name in the show. Cause I, it might doesn't... not have yeah, hmm. mm. that's a that's a good question. I have to look should, that up. look that up, man. On most shows, when they play like a dual role, like a comic book character or a superhero, whatever you want to say, they'll usually say both right. um, names in IMDb. But everything that I'm looking through just has one name. Like it just says the Joker or um, the Riddler. It doesn't say any real yeah. name. Even on. Um wikipedia which we know we can always trust 
Hey, um, I can just go in there and change it for you right now if you want. <laughs> it just says the Catwoman played by yeah, Julie Newmar and Lee Merriweather Eartha Kitt, so. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Clint? What's your least favorite? You know, I had two, and I'm trying to remember what the second one was, but the first one is uh, Twilight. I never read the book, <laughs> but um, the movies were just hard, and I, I've, I've heard from numerous sources that have read the book that the book's better, there's more to it, you know, kind of the same thing, and uh, I mean, part of it is probably casting. Kristen Stewart couldn't act her way out of a wet paper bag, but <laughs> it's, how uh, you really feel, geez. I, oh, she's she's horrible. It, it's uh, anyway. Um, but I actually thought, like, um, I almost called him Edward Cullen, his name of the character. Um, why can't I think? Um, Robert Pattinson. Thank the you. Batman. I actually thought that was a the good Batman. Yeah, the new Batman. Batman. I actually thought that was a good casting call, from what I could tell. But it, so it's not all bad. But oh, geez, they're just because he has hard that. To watch. He has that brooding. He has that emo vampire look. It worked. It worked. Um, Kristen Stewart. I I don't know what she did to get the role. I don't. I don't like the other guy, Jacob, whatever his name is. He, um, Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah, Taylor Lautner. He couldn't act either, but um, you know, it, it, they just weren't very entertaining to me um, overall, and they just were too outrageous. I think they could have been done to better, and I'm sure people who read the book would agree with me. Um, Gosh, I, I'm driving me nuts that I forgot the second one I had, but um, I had two. But anyway, that's mine. I'm going to think about it while you guys keep answering. All right. Ryan? I don't really have one. Um, I'll agree with Gary. Catwoman was not a good movie. So. <laughs> I'll yeah, just keep my comments short and keep the rest of my negative. That's kind of all you have to say. About it, right? To say yeah. <laughs> later. Yeah. But yeah, since yeah. I don't really. Like. We've said before on past podcasts, if there's a movie that I really don't like, I, I either one won't go watch yeah. it, or secondly, I right. just kind of block it out, so I kind of forgot how bad it was. <laughs> so just I wasn't, section that part of your brain. Yeah, just whenever have an we answer. have a whenever we have a worst of type of question or category, just skip by Ryan. Yeah, skip yes. me. <laughs> He's mentally blocked it out, or yeah. he likes it when nobody else likes it, type of thing. Yeah, I don't want to be negative about it. You know, they tried hard. <laughs> But when they Gary, really to, I mean, to my defense, when Gary mentioned Catwoman, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was a pretty piece of shit movie. Yeah, so it was pretty bad. I'll, I uh, will co-sign that. <laughs> you could have said say, Thor Dark World. That would have been acceptable. I, I would agree with that one. I, I'm not going to throw any one. of the MCU movies into a dumpster fire type scenario. Oh, here well, you I, really I, will. I will. <laughs> it's okay. we've talked about fire. this before it's okay to not like something that you're a fan of it, it's true it's okay but it still served a greater purpose is what i'm trying to did say it though? that is my what defense. purpose did it serve it brought in the ether come on dude you could have brought that in in, in the other thor you, you could have but he said it did yeah uh, it we, you could have but it didn't so it still see it still serves a greater purpose and it also okay. gave that it also gave that scene we had in Endgame. Uh, Endgame. Yep. You wouldn't have had that scene in the Endgame if, if it weren't for Dark World. Yeah. yeah. It's still a dumpster fire, but whatever. I, I agree it's still a dumpster fire. Thank you, Gary. So <laughs> the guest is always right, and Gary's never wrong. <laughs> I'm never wrong. Therefore, <laughs> Thor I can still mute yes. you, Gary. Don't forget. I have that power. <laughs> I can still mute you all. I did can... I did I didn't say one of the Iron Man films though. So Yeah. There you go. There you he, go. He, yeah. True. Joey knows to dance around that one very carefully. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is not a Christmas film and it's half garbage. Hey, let's keep I answering this question. Half. I gave you half. I said it's only half. You got garbage. half points, half points, half garbage. Um, least favorite for me, I honestly, it, it really pains me to see just how crappy the DC movies are because mm -hmm. they're really good characters. Like, I know people kind of shit on Superman and like, oh, he's just, you know, some super alien. I'm like, but he's 
like if you read the comics and you kind of understand like the character it's like he's he's pretty cool like he's he, he's fights really strong villains and he, he he does a lot and the movies just have not been able to capture that so i think if i had to pick one i'd have to say like the new the new wave of superman movies really kind of kills the character for me a little bit um as a joke i wanted to say 50 shades of gray but i've never read or or seen the movies but lies (laughs) we're gonna watch that on zoom later joey you know don't don't i was gonna say you guys you guys may not be friends but you're still kindred spirits so it's that's that's you want somebody (laughs) to introduce you to their toy room night nate is that what you're trying to say 50 50 shades of nate yeah show me your shades of nate i think we found our title gentlemen there you go there we go this is 40 50 most of us are showing you our toy room right now it's true (laughs) maybe we should maybe the the podcast can be 40 shades of nate since this is episode yeah there we go this is is 40 shades of nate there you go all right there we go i'm gonna write that down real quick just because i already wrote it down well pin a rose on your nose sir all right anyways um did you think of the second one, Clint, that you're talking about? No, I'm gonna. No. It'll, I'll, I'll, I'll interrupt somebody else later. Okay. Um, so moving on with our topics here, what do you? What's something that you want to see made into a movie still from the written that hasn't been adapted yet? So if there's anything on your mind around that? There, there's a movie. It's not a movie yet. It's one of those ones that sits in uh, production purgatory or whatever phrase you want to use in the words of movie that just they want to get made. Hollywood does, but they can't seem to do it. There's a book that we were forced to read in school, like you're always forced to read, uh, mm-hmm. called Confederacy of Dunces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, a book based in New Orleans. Mm. And they've tried to make it several times, like Zach Galifianakis was attached to the main character, Ignatius J. Riley. Was the character's it, name? Would it be um, funny? Yeah, it's it's a it's a comedy oh, okay. uh, type thing. It's okay. if you know what a comedy of errors is, it's it's yeah. kind of like that type of theme. But Which, I think okay. that's I think that's part of the reasons why it hasn't been filmed. Yeah. It's basically like what I was talking about earlier, where those movies where the setting, the city becomes a character itself. Mm-hmm. That's very much what this book is, where the city of New Orleans is a character itself. And they visit a lot of like well-known New Orleans tourist spots, but like there's a big part of it that takes place at a Lucky Dog stand. Um, <laughs> so it's just stuff like that, and I, I think probably part of it is trying to make that adaptation to where it's actually a movie because it could very easily be a movie about nothing. It could be like one long Seinfeld type of movie. Is is kind of the plot? If the, there is a plot like most Seinfeld shows had, but it's just a lot of random, oh, I'm going to visit this place and I'm going to talk to this character and, and I'm going to talk to this character. And so there's not a lot of character development outside of you know, him and his mother who are two of the main characters. So that's probably part of the reason why it's so difficult. But I think eventually they could probably do it. I don't know if it would need to be, yes, Ron, we see the time. You can move the clock. I'm still talking. <laughs> so I think it would be something that, it would maybe be better served if you could do maybe like a short series on streaming or something like that. And you could always even adapt it and just write new material for it. But I've, I've always wanted to see that adapted into film and still hasn't been done yet. Cool. How about you, Gary? Do you have anything? Yeah. Um, so I didn't go with a comic book, but I went with something that's uh, almost comic adjacent. It's a novel um, by Michael Chabon um, called The Advent- Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. 
Um, so it's a story, um, I'm reading this off of Wiki because it's, they have a best description that would be easier for me to do it. So it's, it follows the lives of two Jewish cousins, uh, Czech artist Joel Cavalier and Brooklyn-born writer Sammy Clay before, during, and after World War II. Um, and in the novel, they become major figures in the comic industry uh, when it starts in the golden age. So I think they, it, Michael Chabon took um, inspiration from like Siegel and Schuster, uh, Jack Kirby and incorporate mm -hmm. some of that. So I think that would be kind of cool uh, to see adapted into a film. Um, you know, it's a period piece, which usually does well too, in terms of drama and stuff like that. Right. So I think that would be kind of cool. Um, I saw that they tried to adapt it into a film at one point. Um, it looks like people like Andrew Garfield, Ryan Gosling were in consideration for some of the, the parts, um, but it just never took off. So I think that'd be kind of cool to see. Where's Ryan Gosling from again, Nate? Uh, somewhere very north and very cold. Northern Washington. <laughs> yeah. Extremely northern States. Washington. Upper, upper. <laughs> America Junior. Yeah, America Junior. <laughs> America Junior. How about you, Clint? You got anything? So I do. Um, I'm actually going to go comic book. And if you were with us for the pre-party, we talked about 90 comics being overproduced and glamorized. And this is actually one of my favorite comics is from that. It's called The Darkness. It was by Top Cow. Oh, and uh, yeah, it, I think it'd be really neat to do a series or even a movie about it. It's, um, it's, it's hard to explain, but basically it's a guy who is born um, with, this, with this special power that really works well in the darkness and uh there's a whole sub subplot with it he's uh he's in the mafia already you know he's like one of the biggest guys so he drinks a great hitman he can't have sex he has demon friends i know it sounds really weird but it actually was very entertaining and probably one of my favorite comics that i actually read the whole series so uh i'd like to see that i, I think as a tv show it might work better but um i'm not hollywood i don't make that decision but if they ever if anyone's listening you know witchblade and darkness would be awesome I love what the streaming services have allowed to be adapted that probably would have never seen the light of day, you know, mm -hmm. if they hadn't come about, you know, would mm -hmm. the boys have ever been made into anything, maybe right. an HBO show, possibly right. like Watchmen. Um, but yeah, I, I love the fact that we're able to see a lot of stuff that, you know, we may have never been able to see before. Thanks to some of these streaming services being able to do things. Amen. Amen. What was you, Ryan? You got anything? I do. And this is actually going to kind of tie into our fourth point as well. So I'll just mention we're talking about movies we still want made or shows, etc. And may never get made. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard this story. Nate and Gary, you may have being that the author is a Canadian American. It's Sadako and the Thousand Paper Cranes. Have you ever heard mm. of this? Uh, yeah, I think I have. Yep. Okay. So for the other two, Clint and Joey, basically the synopsis is there's a young Japanese girl named Sadako who ends up getting leukemia as a result of radiation poisoning from World War II. And so she goes on this mission to make a thousand paper cranes. And there is a Japanese tale that goes along with this that basically says that if you make a thousand cranes, you'll be granted one wish. And her only wish was to keep living and be on the running team. Wow. I just think it, it'd be a very powerful story. And I'm sorry to kind of turn it to a somber note a little bit here, but this being of Japanese ancestry, the book mm -hmm. means a lot to me personally within my culture. And right. I think it'd be a great uplifting story for a lot of people to see. And, you know, I am Japanese. So, yeah, I'm kind of partial. No, the, you are. Oh, that's cool. I, I would have never known unless you were on camera right now. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm Cambodian. Oh, that's what shit. It is, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, no, that's 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 great. I think that's like, that's cool. It's one of those things. It's it's a, it's a solid story. It's very, 
it's heartwarming and it's also just it's very cultural for you and it's very mm-hmm. it's it's powerful right mm-hmm. and i think it could resonate with a lot of people um regardless of you know their background or where they're from and stuff so i think that's a great choice yeah it was one um, of the things that really shook the world at that point in time and you know given what we're mm-hmm. going through currently with this covid-19 pandemic i think that's what kind of really struck me is that even though this was not man made well supposedly you know <laughs> That's a whole different discussion. That's a whole different discussion, but it, like you said, I'll just say it's a very powerful story. Mm-hmm. I think it'd Absolutely. be a great adaptation, and but on the flip side, I don't think it'll ever get put into a film just don't, based upon never the say content. never, Ryan, because uh, I'm looking here and it says in 2019, a motion picture titled One Thousand Paper Cranes was announced to begin production. Oh, really? really? Her and Sadako and how their lives are intricately connected. So ah. Now, you willed it into the world, Ryan. Granted, you, you don't know like whether or not, you know, like you said, in this it's gonna get picked of COVID-19, up, but... if it's going to get picked up or if it's actually yes. going to get, you know, but. That's cool. It's cool. I'm holding out hope. Yep. We will believe with you, Ryan. Believe. From, from a distance because we aren't allowed to be close to each other. Six right feet now. apart. <laughs> um, so for me, I think uh, I would pick, I don't know if you guys read this, Back in the day, Scud, the disposable assassin. Mm-mm. You guys I know that? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it was a very short um, comic graphic novel that was mid '90s, and then um, you know, every ever since I saw it, ever since I've read it, I was like, man, this would make such great toys. He's just, it would make such great, you know, he, he, he'd look great as like a vinyl figure. He'd look great as a as a, as a Funko Pop or whatever. Um, but alas, it's been like 11 12 years now since they've wrapped the series um so there's probably no chance that it's going to come back but um it's something that uh, i would really enjoy seeing if they ever were to bring it back up so i'll let you guys google it um in your free time and and google it can take a look would you want that as an animated film i think so yeah i think it'd have to be animated yeah just to keep with the the original the original idea around it yeah, I think it would have to be animated. I, I'm not a big fan of the um, adapting it to live action. If it's a, if it's a comic, if it's like um, just if it's done in drawing, I would rather have it be done animated versus mm-hmm. having a real person do it. But sometimes they do it right, and a lot of times they don't. So it really just depends. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much everything that we had on the docket for uh comics and stuff wait joy shaking his head you want to keep going because we're 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 pushing the time but we can keep going (laughs) nope you're just reading too much or not quick enough whatever clint's typing all right let's do let's still do the let's do one more round all right so what what we we want want redone at least uh, and maybe just keep it short okay Yeah. yeah So for redone, I've got <clears throat> I've got kind of two. Um, one that I want redone um, would be Harry Potter. Actually, uh, I know they're talking about doing Lord of the Rings like this, where they're going to redo it as a, on a streaming service, so they can get more of the source material in. And like we were talking about earlier, I'd like to be able to you know see them kind of dedicate more time to that. The other one has kind of been done, but not done. Uh, it's the Old Man Logan storyline mm. mm. uh and i know some of that was you know incorporated into the logan movie and not that i don't want you to think i'm saying the logan movie needs to be redone because that's probably 
for sure top five in my book as far as comic book mm-hmm. movies are. But it's also one of the ones like I don't know if you could do it. It would have to be kind of like the boys where you'd have to probably do it on some streaming service because of how just insanely graphic uh, some of that stuff is. And and not only is it graphic, but some of the stuff's very taboo. Some of the things that take place if you don't know what I'm talking about, I won't go into detail, but you can just look it up on your own as far as the stuff with Hulk, etc. Um, it's, it's some crazy stuff. So uh, I guess you could leave that out, but I'd like to see a more thorough uh, adaptation, especially with Wolverine being brought in with the uh, Marvel license now to where that was part of the problem before. Except from, if I remember, wasn't it Hawkeye that was his main traveling companion during the old man Logan storyline for any of you that are familiar with it? I didn't I actually recall. read the series. Ditto. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it was Hawkeye. So you could easily, you know, actually incorporate that that part into it now. So Interesting. that's Good my two. Barnes. All right. Yeah. How about you, Gary? Um, so I had two. Um, one I haven't actually seen, which is Green Lantern. Um, but I heard <laughs> you don't that, need to apparently. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Heard, don't I heard it. that that, that one was um, quite bad. So <laughs> I'm still fire. Because Green Lantern, surprisingly, it's one of my favorite uh, comic book series, um, especially under Jeff Johns when he took that over and really revitalized that. So I think they could probably do some really cool stuff with that. Um, it's encouraging that they're developing, I think, an HBO Max uh, series. Or, or I don't know if it's HBO Max, but they're developing some Green Lantern property. I'm pretty sure it's Max. I saw something about that the other day. Um, so that's kind of one. The other one that I, I think that was... They brought out too soon because they wanted to capitalize on the superhero stuff is Justice League. Mm. I think that I, th- I, I, I liked the approach that Marvel took, which was introduce the characters first in their solo films um, and then bring them together. Whereas Justice League, they threw so many new heroes that hadn't had their solo films like Flash and Cyborg, and, Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and Aquaman's film hadn't come out at that point. I think they just did it too soon and they didn't build, they didn't do the slow build. And I think if they had done that, maybe it would have been better. Well, they hadn't done Wonder Woman either yet, had they? They Yeah, well, they hadn't, they had Wonder Woman show up in uh, Batman v Superman. Right. Yeah, but her movie hadn't come out yet. Her movie hadn't come out yet. Are are you sure? I thought it did. I'm pretty sure that Wonder Woman came out before Justice League. Oh, yeah, I think so too. Did it? I thought it did. I'd have to look it up. Um, she was a really strong character in Justice League for that reason, I think. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to to to, uh, to look to exactly see when it was done. But um, yeah, I think they could do do that again if they if they could just hold just start it over again. So, agreed. Right yeah, I wouldn't mind that. My answer is similar in the sense that it's something they've done before, and they don't even need to necessarily do it again. It's just they need to do it either they need to add on to it or they need to redo it and do it right. And that would be Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. I loved those books. I still do. Um, they're, they're amazing books. Douglas Adams is an awesome author. Loved reading them. And I would love to see the story continue because there's now technically there's seven books in the canon. Uh, six of them written by him, one written by his grandson, I believe. But either way, um, you know, they're out there and there's some other good stories. And, you know, the first story has been told over and over again. The most recent movie added some new stuff but that was per douglas adams involved but now unfortunately he's passed away but i'd love to see you know restaurant at the end of the universe and actually there's a book called so long thanks for all the fish and mm-hmm. uh, you know <laughs> i'd love to see all of that um because those are some great stories that continue the adventures of arthur denton company so uh anyone listening again hitchhiker's guy of the galaxy we want it make it thank you <laughs> so, thank you so polite thank you yeah thank you 
Cry to me. It's almost like he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You said it, not me. Sorry. We don't we don't want him. We don't want him. <laughs> uh Ryan, how about you? Even though it's likely in the pipeline and not been formally released yet, Fantastic Four. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a great yeah. I like the uh, rumors that John Krasinski's being uh, touted for the Mr. Richard Fantastic. Reed. Fantastic. Yeah, and Emily character. Blunt as uh, Sue Storm. That would oh, be a be great cool. combo. Yeah, that would be, be cool. a super that'd be a great, great combo. combo. Yeah. Can we bring Chris Evans back as the Human Torch just yeah, to yes, we can. just bring chaos into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? People will Why riot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's a great choice. I yeah, I Fantastic like Four choice, is an yeah. awesome series that just they just couldn't get it right with the movies. Well, okay, all. the the original. Even though it was overly comedic and everything, I thought that right. was way better yeah, was than close. the it dark was, version yeah. that they did. Because that that was a piece of shit. It was <laughs> god awful. The, the the most recent one with yeah, Michael and B. Jordan. It, it's and, no yeah. no yeah, offense to the fun. actors that played the no. roles, but the movie itself was just poorly written, and the storyline was just a dumpster fire piece of shit. There you I go. There's a Marvel it. film that you just uh, threw into the yeah. dumpster fire. <laughs> However, it's not <laughs> an a MCU film, film technically. Yeah, okay, right? yeah, that's true. You did say MCU. Uh, so even if I, if, even if I was to shit on yeah. one of the old Spider-Man movies that had Tobey Maguire in it, it's not an MCU film. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm talking that's more like the MCU. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. The Andrew Garfield ones. Now that's a different story. I was just using that as an example. I'm not saying oh, okay. that they were bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not that they were bad. I do have a question for the viewers, though, before we move on to our other stuff here, because I'm curious. If they, they do be Fantastic first Four... Of all. Sorry, yeah, viewers, because I'm thinking I'm looking at you <laughs> guys, right? And if you're listeners. expecting them to respond right now, I'm really worried about you. you <laughs> we're, we're, not on, we're not on YouTube still, are we? <laughs> yeah. It's clearly Sunday, and I don't know what day it is anymore because of this quarantine bullshit, but question for you guys that are listening, and please tweet us back or tweet to me I'm specifically. Do I if, count? I'm listening. Yes, you do. Thank you. <laughs> so, if they do Fantastic Four within the MCU, who would be your first choice for Victor Von Doom? Because they haven't mm. really, you know, made mm. any rumors about like how John Krasinski is being rumored to be playing Mister Fantastic, Richard Reed, right? Or Reed mm. Richards. Hello. I'm hello. curious what hello. you guys think. That's a good. So please, that's a good please weigh in on that. I'm very curious what you guys think. There you go. Yeah. Jensen's commenting. Yeah. Jensen, yeah, Jensen wants to be Dr. Doom? Apparently so. I think Jensen's saying Eartha Kitt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard too. Uh, well, I heard him say Catwoman also sucks and he's a cat, so he's not wrong. Yeah. And Iron Man 3 is not a Christmas movie? Perfect. Yeah, you shut well, your he, mouth. He just called, he just called <laughs> Catwoman. I heard it. I heard it. I heard you guys know he just calls Catwoman you. woman though, right? Oh. <laughs> um... For me, one. I'm laughing at Nate's see, reaction, not my own joke, by the way. <laughs> sure. I want to see redone, um, and it's there's a few just that are really close to my heart, and two of them have been ruined by Michael Bay on the reboots. So Transformers and Ninja Turtles have been just destroyed by Michael Bay. Um, so those are the two that are my biggest ones that I think we're definitely overdue for a proper redo. Um, I Ninja Turtles just so close to my heart because it was like the first comic that I picked up when yep. I was a kid. Um, and there's just there's so much more to it that they can do. They've done the cartoon where it's like you know for for kids. They've done the reboot, which I still would say is for kids. Let's do a proper 
Yeah. Throwback to and the make comic. it dark. I want yeah. it to be dark and yeah. gritty like the yeah. comic book was originally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I like what they did with Bumblebee. I think that's yep. them heading in the right direction for the Transformers yep. franchise. And it was yep. kind of like a soft reboot almost, if you want to think about it that way. They they could definitely play off of that. And I had heard they were. I don't know if that's come to a halt now or what, but right. I need to see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, Bumblebee's definitely definitely it's worth the watching. Best one that's come out of all the Transformer movies, in my opinion. Yeah, I, have, I still have to see it. Yep, yeah. definitely watch it. It's on Hulu right now, I think. If you have Hulu, noted. No noted. Canadian Hulu. Stupid Canadians. <laughs> you said it, not me. Is yeah. Canadian Hulu called Cthulhu? Cthulhu. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Finally, moving on now. After I've screwed up all the messages that they sent me while I was trying to read through and host at the same time. I blame that on being uh, away for a week, and uh, but thank you for bearing with us, especially you, Gary, for being not usually exposed to this kind of nonsense on a weekly usually basis. Usually exposed. <laughs> I know you guys. So I know what you're all about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a boot, a boot. Yeah, a boot. and we apologize I... for that, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're it's it's. Uh, it's now wait it's a minute, great. Gary. Gary said. He he accepted our invite to come back, so it's, it's on true. him at this point. That's true. Yeah, this is, this true. is your, this is yeah, your so fault. So the, the punishment is your fault. Is that I'm never it? wrong. I'm never wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's true. Jensen so, yeah, disagrees. Jensen agrees. Jensen disagrees. Yes. Yes. Why aren't you touching me? Yeah, basically that's what he's 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 waiting. Is it is so, it? It's brushing time for it's Jensen. O'clock. It's brushing time. Yeah. yeah. All right. I let's will. do it. So that was a very fun discussion on comics adaptations books novels all things movies and comics and gary's wonderful giant collection of comics going into like <laughs> twenty thousand comics yeah nice. and clint's singing into his hamburger toy which is he was very scaring weird. me because he's a dinosaur not singing into it <laughs> good lord man Hello. good lord um anyways joey what time is it it's game time. Get no, Ryan, it's not time. The screen, Ryan, yeah, stop floating not... stuff across the screen. This is not a visual medium. This is a <laughs> listening thing. It's a podcast that people have to listen to. Unless you want to take your whatever fantastic plastic and beat it against the screen, and they can hear it that it's there. You are such <laughs> weird. Just, I just want to tell you that I love you, but you're a weirdo. Oh, there, there you goes. go. Yeah, there you go. All right, so the game. Stop, stop, man. Jeez, Louise, man, you having a stroke over there or something? All right, this week's game is called Once Upon a Time. Yeah, uh, pretty simple. Uh, the clue will be up to everybody. You're gonna buzz in uh, if you know the answer. Uh, basically, I'm gonna give you a literary character that could be novel, graphic novel. Uh, comic book doesn't matter uh and you will buzz in if you know who the creator is so whether that's the author i tried to stay away from i tried to stay away from comic book characters that there's like mutual credit for oh, there's like, like yeah like spider-man you'll get you know jack kirby and stan lee credited to it so i tried to stick with ones where according to my research there's only one specific person credited to be in the creator of it Oh, so, this is gonna be terrible. Some yeah, of these are gonna be some of them are not, but that's why we play the game. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Oh, and if you guess right, ten points. You guess wrong, 
minus 10, and nobody else can answer for that particular clue. And there are 20 rounds altogether. Wow. This should go. There's just one clue. Got it. So, first character, Mowgli. No. no, no. Clint? No. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, I see, I was thinking. It's not Walt Disney, so. <laughs> nope. Oh. Anybody know who wrote the Jungle Book? Nope. Uh, I probably no. know what you actually say the name. Rudyard Kipling. Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. As soon as he said it. All right. Next one. Hercule Perot. I may have pronounced the last name wrong. Gary? Is that Agatha Christie? It is Agatha Christie. Oh, Very nice. good. Gary? Next. Winnie the Pooh. Mm. Oh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Gary's going to win with like one answer here. We almost got Gary to curse. Almost. There's still, still, there's still 17 there's rounds. Still, yeah. <laughs> we still got two more hours of this podcast to go. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't remember. It's Richard it's, somebody. And I may mispronounce the last name, but it's A A Milne. Yeah. Milne. Mm, yeah. -E is the name. Yeah. Christopher Robin. Shame on y'all. Oh wait. No. Right. Samwise Gamgee. Clint? That would be uh, Tolkien. Very good, Clint. Disappointed in you, Gary. I was too slow. You were. You got to slap your head quick. I, I just wanted to get out of the negative at this point. Next one. Garfield. Oh, it was Ryan. There. Jim Henson. No. No, close. Jim Davis. Jim yeah, Henson. Jim Henson's yeah. Muppet. Yeah. I, I was thinking yeah, I saw Jim. the same thing. Yeah, I yeah, it's like Jim. Race. Yeah. If I said That's Jim Lee, then Gary would have shot me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> his, his facial reaction on that also added to the laughter. Trust me. Jesse Custer, a.k.a. The Preacher. God. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> if you're going to say something, Clint, you got to hit your head. Well, I didn't, so there yeah. you go. I'm going to take a guess. Gary? Is it Garth Ennis? It is very good, Gary. Wow. Damn, correct. I have, entire, I have the entire book series in my closet that I haven't read yet. Really? <laughs> yeah, I bought the entire. I stopped watching series. the show after about two or three yeah. seasons. I need to go back and finish it. Mm -hmm. All right, here's here's a throwback. Oliver Twist. Um, oh, come on, how do y'all know I, not y'all's classic? I can't think of his name. <laughs> it's, it's, I know it's like, jeez, Louise, geez. Clint Dickens. Yes. It is Dickens. Very good. <laughs> I wanted it's, to say, uh, yeah, I was thinking of something else, but yes. So for the listeners, it's so much easier when you're listening and when you're actually playing. <laughs> it's like your brain just goes to crap. No excuses, it's Gary. Like, no excuses. <laughs> Even still, you're winning. Next up, Spawn. Oh. Gary. Todd McFarlane. Very good, good Gary. Exactly yeah. correct. Todd McFarlane. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, this I definitely don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> he did curse hey, this time. Hey, Gary Swore. Yeah, Gary. Brian O'Malley. Very good. Brian Lee O'Malley is correct. Very it's good. It's not Gary. Michael Sarah. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next, Ron Weasley. Clint. <laughs> 
Oh, Rollins. Rollins. Say that name one more time or spell it. it. Uh, it is J.K. Rawlings. Yes, I'll give that to you. That's that's very good. There's no S, I think. I don't think there is either. But yeah, it's I, J.K. Rawlings, but I gave Rawling. it to you. Anyway. Well, it's J.K. Rawlings' oh. book, okay? <laughs> Her Rawlings creation, <laughs> apostrophe S. It's ownership. It's English. All right. Hellboy. Oh, come on, Gary. Yes. Gary? I heard that. Mike Mignola? Very good. Exactly well, correct. The Tick. Ooh, Love ooh. that cartoon series. I, I watched it the Amazon Prime live action. Was that any good? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I need to see that too. Yeah, I love the cartoon. <laughs> I still like uh, Chairface, Chairface Chippendale as a villain. <laughs> Stay on topic. Come on. We are. The Tick. <laughs> I don't know. Gary, do you know? I mean, this is your game, so you, yeah. you know. Yeah, I actually, actually don't know the tick. So. I know the character, but I don't. I've never read it. So it's Ben Edlund. Oh. Next, Arya Stark. Oh, I can't think of his name. Thank you. Nate. Uh, George R. R. Martin. Very good. Exactly correct. I knew the initials by his yeah. last name, which was very simple. <laughs> This one surprised me. I didn't know this one. Electra. Okay, I know the character, but I don't know who, who the creator is. I think one of the actually, other guys need to guess. It's actually somebody that's more known for graphic novels. Hmm. It's actually Frank Miller. Really? Oh, oh yes, that. that's right. That's right, yeah. I didn't know that. I'm not going to pull this lie that Gary's like, oh, I knew that. <laughs> no, it's it, I, I actually what it's once once it, once it's said it's like you, you it pops into your head right that uh, right yeah I get you I'm kidding all right the next one Sherlock Holmes <sighs> this one seems very obvious yes Gary <laughs> Arthur Conan Doyle that's Gary, right you're Gary yes I didn't know that. I love Sherlock I don't Holmes know Arthur oh I love the series this. with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, I like the I like the movie with Ryan's yeah. role model. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good too. He's yeah. funny in it. Uh, the TV show has more dry humor. But Isn't better. Martin Freeman in there too? Isn't he? Watching? Yes, yes, he yes. is. It's very good. I if, need to do that then. Enjoyed the movies with. Uh, uh, why can't I think of Ryan's hero? Robert Downey, Downey Jr. <laughs> if you like the movies, you'll like the TV show. I promise. But what about the uh, the the Sherlock movie with? Will Ferrell and uh, oh, John C. Riley. No, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've just heard it's awful. Next, James Bond. Ooh, I don't know. Gary Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming's correct. Gary is just just dominating. Do we even need to play out the game. rest of the game? The next closest was Clint when he was playing the Family Guy quote game yeah. for a week. But I mean, Gary's even put that in it. shame. Yeah. All right, Willy Wonka. Oh, I should know this. <laughs> I, I used to love those books. Damn it. Gary? Roll doll. Oh. Very good. Gary. Yeah, see? Yeah, that, that's that, yeah. now I know exactly how you feel. James Gary. The, right? It's once once you hear the name, it like it's like, oh yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> Charlie. I'm like, yes, that's right. Ronald Dahl. Anyway. Next Johnny one. Depp. Uh, Tom Sawyer. Uh Clint? That'd be uh Twain. Mark Twain is correct. Very good, Clint. 
Dracula. Um, Ryan. Probably wrong, but Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ryan, you're back at zero. Yes, I was going to say. I got a donut. You can participate in Final Jeopardy now. (laughs) Last one. Peter Malark. Malarkey. Uh, Oh, shh. I know. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember the the author's name. I couldn't remember the name either. Uh, Clint? Collins? Susan Collins, Suzanne Collins, excuse me, is correct. Very good. Very good. So at the end, we have Ryan with zero, Nate with 10, Clint with, I don't know, 30 or 40. I kind of lost track (laughs) on Clint's. Doesn't matter. And (laughs) our winner, our best bud of the podcast, Gary. 80 points. Very good. Wait, that's it? I thought he was going to have like 120, 130 or something like that. Well, he did get one wrong, right? So he actually... Offset oh. by ten points a little bit. Okay, still waiting. That was did, a... I get wrong? did I get one wrong? I, I thought don't you think did. So. Oh, no, maybe. I, don't think so. I just saw still. you correctly then. Oh, I guess we. we well, there I know was I one took... he wanted to answer, but he never slapped his head. Yeah, yeah. Mm, well, I know Ryan I and I both missed one and had you know had to make that up. So that's yep. that's six. That makes sense. Wow, well done, Gary. Congrats. Thank and that you, was that you. was a that was a cool game, Joey. Well, yeah, I well thought through. I was expecting all comic book authors, and yeah, Gary would have won that too. But yeah, no, actually, you know what? I probably would have lost that one because, again, I don't. It's bad to say I don't really pay attention too much about who created the characters. Yeah, uh, so, it's easy to do. I mean, like I said, the difficult one with that is there's sometimes three, four, five people associated with the creation of yeah. some comic book characters because you talk about the story person and then the person that designed them, and then right, this, the yeah. Other. Because it's usually a combination of the writer coming up with the character and then the artist designing it. So right. they usually give yeah. the writer and artist credit for I, it. I'm actually um, surprised there wasn't a Stan Lee, though. I couldn't find one that only he's credited with. Because I, I, I specifically Googled Stan Lee, like, you know, who he created and created by himself. Every one he created had somebody else, usually Jack Kirby, associated with it. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Oh, thank That's you for the research. Thank you for putting that yeah. together. Joey, your games no are always fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're but yeah, thank you, Gary, for dominating and destroying. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming and beating yeah. us senseless, Gary. Yeah. Anytime, so. guys. Anytime. Didn't he do that the last time <laughs> it, he was on? No, too? I lost. See, I have to make up for my loss the last time I was on. I think you uh, lost him. That's I right. came in. I came in second, and and, and Kelly is the one Gary that wiped the floor. Game. And it was, yeah, a, was Gary a Gary themed game. game as well. Well, I think I this was a Gary themed game too, to be honest. Well, no, the answers all were Gary. Yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman or yeah. Yeah. oh, that's right, the Gary Shandling and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Joey. Game is great as always. Thank you, Gary, for being here and hanging out with us and uh, taking time out of your day to just listen to us talk about nonsense and joining our talk about nonsense. We really and th- thank Jensen it. for letting us borrow you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. special uh, guest appearance. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gary, where can people follow you? Uh, so, um, on Twitter, I am GL underscore Faraday. Um, I, I sometimes feel like I want to change that to get rid of the underscore, but, um, and then on Instagram, I'm Faraday's finds. And again, there are times when I think about, uh, changing that to, to align with the Twitter, but right now that's what they are. Well, either way, cool. check him out. Cause he, he had some great Dorkman photos a day challenge photos in there for sure. So and he posts other fun stuff. So I suggest following him. And he's a great guy in general. You should be following him. Oh, thanks, guys. Hallelujah. And also, early happy birthday to Gary. His birthday is going to be during this week. 
So Thank happy you. birthday, Gary. I hope uh, we won't, I hope we won't tell the world. You well, right, man? Yeah. Yeah. You don't look a day over 18. And... Aging like fine wine. Yeah. <laughs> Got that I don't good mind Asian saying blood how in your, I am. In your <laughs> I know you don't, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Um, we'll get you those prize packs for the dorksman photo a day winners as soon as we can. Uh, this episode will be live on Monday. And what else do we got? What else do we got? Oh, yeah, bingo. Play along, dorksmanbingo.com. Uh, and continue interacting with us on Twitter. We'll probably be doing a game stream at some point this week. I know Clint uh, wants to jump back in there. He's itching to get in there. I know Ryan's got some stuff on the go that he might want to try to jump in and and do a game stream or two as well. So uh, make sure you're following us on Mixer.com slash The Dorksman. Is it The Underscore Dorksman? It's The Underscore Dorksman. Yeah, Yeah, The Underscore Dorksman on Mixer.com. Follow us there and uh, be notified once we go live uh, for that if we do decide to do that this week. Yes. Um, Yeah. Anything? Uh, anyone got anything else to say before we wrap Eric, it up do, today? Do you have a sign off? Uh, for bingo, we are not all wearing headwear today. Just FYI, guys. There's only two of us wearing hats, so I no square for you. Even. Sorry, yeah. but free square punch out. <laughs> oh, we, we almost won. We almost won a full office. Almost. Actually, that's that's two squares because I forced that's something. Two squares. Yeah. Hey, 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 Ryan. Uh, no, no don't Ryan. do it. No, stop. Do stop. it. Do it. Do it. Stop. 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 Nobody heard you because we're yelling. Oh, <laughs> that, that boy, boy right. right. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're happy to be back, and we'll, we'll hopefully not go another week without uh, sitting down and recording and hanging out. So uh, with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Spoon! <laughs> Word, homies. Please, no gang signs. Bye.